Welcome back to another episode of Health with Hashimoto's. This is the podcast where I help you dig into the root causes of your Hashimoto's and I give you simple and practical solutions that are sustainable so that you can improve your health over time. My name is Esther. I am a registered nurse. I do have Hashimoto's and my my podcast here came out of my need to understand what was going on, figure out my root causes, and then get to the bottom of it. I always found Hashimoto's and thyroid stuff in general to be very confusing. And so I figured if me, with all of my medical training, you know, I had four years of nursing school and then about 17 years in Western medicine, went back to school for holistic education and holistic nursing. Um, If I was still confused about thyroid stuff after all of that, I figured I needed to get the word out because there's probably other people who are confused as well. Well, today's episode comes out of another struggle to want to understand something. And I have been studying for this podcast episode for about a month. I have been reading and listening to other podcast episodes reading the research, reading the drug books. Today, we're going to talk about the weight loss drugs. You might have heard them by brand name. You might have heard of them by their like generic name. Some of the names that might ring a bell, semaglutide, ozempic, wagovi, monjoro, terzepatide, and zepbound. I don't know if I'm saying those last couple correctly, but they are the medications that were originally designed to help people with type 2 diabetes. And in the trials, they discovered, oh, when we help people with type 2 diabetes with these medications, people lose weight. And so some of them have been rebranded for weight loss. We're going to talk about all of this in regards to Hashimoto's and hypothyroid because when your thyroid is not working optimally, when it is hypo, that means things are generally slowing down in the body, whether that's your hair growth, whether that's your energy overall, whether it's your metabolism things slow down. And when your metabolism slows down, it means you tend to gain weight and it's very hard to get it off. And this is what drives people to look to weight loss medications. I am specifically talking about people who have tried doing things the quote right way, adjusting your diet, making sure that you're exercising, making sure that you're strength training, like doing all the quote right things. I am not talking about the people who turn to these weight loss drugs because they want to continue eating and living their normal lifestyle, not make any changes. They just want something to lose weight. I'm not talking about those like Hollywood people. I'm talking about you. I am talking about the average woman who is trying so hard and not seeing success. Somebody like Chris, she says, no matter how little I ate and following the right diet for over 10 years, exercising, no matter what I did, the harder I tried, I never lost. And I began gaining weight. I could not shed even a pound. I could not get below 200 pounds. So she did turn to weight loss medications and she has seen success. Now there's other people who have turned to the weight loss medications and they have seen side effects. So let's go over all of it so that you know what you need to know to make at least the start of an informed decision. Now, in a 20-ish minute podcast, I am not going to be able to give you all of the information possible for you to make a completely informed decision. But what I hope to do is to get you started and to help you see, is this something that I want to pursue or not? So I already gave you the very basics of what are the names of the medications. Let's talk about how they work. 
all of these different medications, they work by, in essence, stabilizing your blood sugar and slowing down your stomach. That's kind of what they do. They increase your insulin release. They decrease how much sugar that you create. If you listened to the coffee episode, I think it's episode 67, I talk about when you're under stress, your body actually makes sugar. It releases sugar. So you can wake up in the morning and your blood sugar, the actual sugar in your bloodstream can go up even if you don't eat anything, just due to the stressors of life. That is one thing that these medications control. They decrease how much sugar your body is making. The medications also delay gastric emptying. That's just a fancy way to say that your stomach doesn't allow food to go through as quickly, and they decrease appetite. There's other research that says that they increase your specific hormone that indicates that you're full. Ghrelin and leptin are the two different things that you need in your body to feel full and to feel not hungry. So it it works on those. These medications work with peptides, and I am a fan of using what's natural in the body. You know that I talk about activators, like activating your body's own ability to produce more antioxidants. Side note, I need to do an episode soon about COVID. I just heard there's one really good study that said when you have more glutathione production endogenous, like make your body making its own, that decreased everything, all of your risks for COVID. And when you create your own antioxidants, glutathione is one of the biggest ones. And so I'm a really big fan of activating your own body's responses and your own body's ability to do different things. And using peptides really ties into that. However, these medications are not asking your body to look around, evaluate what's going on, and get back to how you were earlier. Instead, these medications are asking your body to change things. And when you mess around with the whole digestive system, there are going to be consequences, and it is the consequences that really have people talking. For one thing, um, <laughs> the what it does in the body is it can mimic a uh, food poisoning. So think of all of the side effects or the how you feel when you have food poisoning. Those are the side effects that a lot of people have when they're on these weight loss medications. So you know, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, things like that. Um, stomach cramping in increased bloating, lots of gas, whether it's burping or farting. These are some of the side effects. Also, because of that delayed stomach emptying, some people actually have gastric paralysis. So paresis, gastric paresis, means it's slowing the stomach emptying. Paralysis means that your stomach actually isn't working. And that one's a really bad side effect. So if you're taking these medications, you do need to be aware of the side effects. Other side effects would be feel people feeling tired, headaches, dizzy. Um, and then also, when you are messing with the whole digestive system, you have to remember that our gut is our, it's called our second brain. We have so many neurotransmitters that cre are created in our gut and also receptors in our gut. So when you're working with these medications, you really have to be aware of how it's affecting you emotionally and spiritually because it could have an effect. In fact, one other person said 
And she was talking about a friend. She said her friend had major mood swings. She became violently angry. It was a nightmare. And she didn't believe anyone until she almost hit somebody that she loved. So do be aware and help have somebody else like to help you track your symptoms so that you're not having any of these dangerous ones. The most common thing, though, is that people feel really full and then they don't want to eat, which is one of the things that it's supposed to do, but it's also a side effect because it can be too much. This is especially true for protein. So let's talk quick about what burns calories, what burns energy in our body. We have muscles, we have white fat, and we have brown fat. Those are like basically it, right? So our muscles are obviously the biggest burners of calories. They need the most energy to be able to work every single second of every single day. Your heart is working. It's a really hard working muscle. It needs calories, right? So our muscles are always burning calories. And as you lose muscle, then you're losing the biggest calorie burners. As you lose muscle, then your metabolism is going to slow down, whether or not we're talking about these medications. I'm just talking about muscle right now. You need muscle in order to burn to burn calories. You need muscle in order to drive your metabolism. Now, the different types of fat, there's white fat and there's brown fat. White fat is kind of the storage fat, and then brown fat is a little bit different. It's more energy dense, and it's easier for your body to burn. So when you're looking at those things, you really want muscles, and you want more brown fat than white fat. And when you're losing weight, you want it to go in reverse order. You want to lose the white fat and you still want to like have a lot of brown fat because that's constantly burning and you really want to save your muscles. What they have found with these weight loss medications is that people do lose weight. It is very effective. People lose weight. Sometimes they lose weight too quickly. The people who have more long-term lasting weight loss lose weight slower. So they'll have like very um, small medication amounts so that it's it's gradual. Also, you want small medication amounts so that you don't have as severe side effects because who wants to have all that nausea, vomiting, and all of those? Yeah, not me, not you either. So we want to lose the white fat. We don't really want to lose the brown fat. We want to continue burning that. We want to convert our white fat to brown fat. And we really don't want to lose our muscle mass. But in this weight loss from the medications, people are generally or they are losing more muscle than fat. And we don't want that because then when you stop the weight loss medications, then what's left to burn your energy? You don't have as much muscle. If you are going to use these medications, and I'm not villainizing them overall, I'm not going to give you, you know, a slap answer on everything. I want you to look at the facts and figure out what's going to work for you. But you do need to know that if you're taking these medications, then you really need to prioritize eating protein and doing strength training because you need to maintain your muscle mass. These medications are not lifelong medications. I know some doctors will say that maybe they are, but for one thing, they're $1,000 a month, and that is not sustainable for anybody whose insurance is not paying. And then another reason is because you need your body to work naturally, and you don't want to interfere with things and slow your whole gut down for the rest of your life. This is a tool 
in your weight loss. It is a tool to supplement changing your diet, having a healthy diet, implementing those things, and then also having an active lifestyle, making sure that you're walking, getting your steps in. I'm not saying you have to do like a HIIT class. I'm saying do the gentle walking and do some strength training to maintain the muscle mass. Once you do stop the weight loss medications, the research says that most people gain it all back and they're getting it back as fat, not muscle. So we really want to make sure that you're maintaining your muscle mass while you're taking these medications. And then when you do stop them, that you're stopping them, number one, gradually so that your body can remember like how it has to function when it's not on the medications. And then that you can implement or continue to strengthen your healthy eating lifestyle and your maintain like your exercise and your strength. Because I don't want you to go through all of this work of weekly injections and all of the side effects if you had any. And then at the end have, you know, less muscle and just the same amount of weight as you did before. That is just not what the outcome that anybody wants. So that is one caution is make sure that you are maintaining your muscle mass. Another caution is in the animal studies for these medications, they found an increase of thyroid cancer. So if you have a history of thyroid cancer, this is not indicated for you. And it's just something that people need to be aware of that they're watching. They have not seen it in any humans yet, at least not that I found. However, you know, we're just early on into these medications. They've only been out in use really for a couple years. And you know, humans are the biggest guinea pig. We did it on animals and now it's out in public and we're going to start seeing other things down the road. That's just, it's just how pharmaceuticals work. They do a little bit of study and then they put it out to the masses. And then a couple years later, they'll be like, oh yeah, we're not going to do that one because the side effects outweigh the benefits. But anyway, thyroid stuff. You need to be watching out for cancer. We don't think that's a risk for humans, but it, it should be noted. However, monitoring your labs and monitoring your energy and all of that is very important because, again, as I talked about in the coffee episode, one reason you don't have coffee with your thyroid medications is because it changes how quickly your medications go through your gut. And so it changes how they absorb. Well, it's the same thing with this weight loss medication, except it's going to slow it down. It's going to change how quickly your medications are absorbed, which means it's going to change how much is getting into your bloodstream. And that means that you need to be really on top of things, especially with your doctor, to monitor how much levothyroxine or other thyroid medications you're taking make sure that you're on the right dose for you at this right time. And then if you are losing weight, which you probably will on these medications, then that can change how much medication you need as well. So yes, I did say that some people might need an increase in their dose and some people might need a decrease in their dose. Really being aware of what's working for you and what's going on for you is key in everything. The biggest caution I have about these medications, though, is not any of those physical side effects. The biggest caution I have about them is the mindset. It is the mindset that if I take this medication, I'm going to lose weight and I don't have to do anything else. And I was telling my husband yesterday, I was like, if there is a medication that I could take that would just give me muscles and I didn't have to strength train, I can see how tempting that would be because I don't 
like to do strength training. I would much prefer to walk or run. I don't like to do strength training, even though I know it's important. So I get it. I get the appeal of just taking a medication, even a shot. People are willing to do that if they can lose weight. And that's where you see the like celebrities and the Hollywood type people taking this medication so they can lose weight. Now, I'm not saying that they're not doing the healthy diet because I don't know, but I'm saying that that's the vibe I get from them is they just want to do the quick fixes, not necessarily the lifestyle stuff. And you know my thoughts on that. I talk about it almost every single week because we need to be looking long term. We can't just put band-aids on chronic problems and we need to be looking for real fixes. So I see these weight loss medications as a possible tool that can help some people. Can it help you? I don't know. That is up to you to look at with your doctor. But here are some things that you might want to look at before you turn to weight loss medications. Obviously, looking at a healthy diet, diet that is full of real foods, fruits and vegetables and proteins. I am not going to tell you to do like one specific diet, paleo or keto or anything. Do what is right for you. Look at what works for your lifestyle. You can go back to the diet episode I have done. I will link them below in the show notes, but you have to do what's right for you. And what's right for most everybody is real food. Decrease the processed foods, decrease the sugars, and increase your veggies and your protein. That is going to help pretty much everybody. The other thing is making sure that you're building muscle. If you are eating a healthy diet and you're already building muscle, then maybe look into berberine. Now, berberine is an herb and it helps control blood sugar. It's really useful for according to the research that I read, up to about 90 days. So you can try berberine for about three months and see if that helps. People say that they do lose weight because it helps balance their blood sugar. And I have used berberine before. I did not notice anything in myself. Again, this is for you to evaluate what's working for you. And there's some other products on the market that are really intriguing. And I tend to look at the products from the companies who have long been in the health space. They're not in the fads. They're not trying to make money off of how you look. They are deep into the health and wellness first. They didn't start because of losing weight. They started based on long-term wellness. Those are the companies that intrigue me the most when they come out with a product that is geared toward fat. You have heard me talk about the company Life Vantage before. That's where I get those activators to activate my own antioxidant production and the mitochondria, which are the energy production of the cell. I've talked about those two in depth before. They have another product and it is called Fat Burn. And what it does, again, is working with your own body to do what your body can do best. And it converts some of that white fat into beige fat or brown fat. And like I said before, it's easier for your body to burn that fat. With this Fat Burn supplement, it is 
supporting your body's natural fat burning process. So it's not changing things, it's supporting you, it's supporting your healthy weight management, and it increases your energy expenditure by 181 calories per day. And so that's like your your metabolism going up a little bit. And over a 16-week study that they did, people lost about 5.2% of their fat. So that was about four pounds over 16 weeks, and they didn't change anything else. This was just their body being supported in their metabolism. But the thing about that is those four pounds, over half of that was in their waist and hips. So when I was talking about the weight loss medications, people tended to lose more muscle than fat, and then that's detrimental. Well, with this fat burn, they tend to lose it in their waist and hips, and they lose the fat, not the muscle. So that is really key. I would look for something like that. And there are other companies that have it. I have looked at at least four different like metabolism or fat burning products over the last month while I've been doing this research. And like I said, I look at the companies who value health first, who have always valued your health first. And this is the one that I settled on. This is the one that I bought for my husband. I am not using anything um, related to metabolism right now, but my husband has been working on losing weight. He has cleaned up his diet. He has been working out really faithfully. He's been building his muscle. He's been doing all the right things, and yet he's having a hard time. So this is the one that I purchased for him after looking at all of the options. Look at the options out there. I am not, you know, diagnosing, treating, recommending, prescribing, anything like that. What I am doing is I am sharing what I have been learning and hoping that it will help you on your journey to better wellness as well. Down in the show notes, I will put a link to this fat burn. I'm going to put a link to it where it's stacked with the other activators so that you're producing more antioxidants and you're increasing the energy of the cells, the mitochondria. I do not personally feel like you like it is beneficial to add the fat loss products if you're not supporting the basics. You have to be supporting your antioxidant production, increasing that, and you have to be supporting your mitochondria. Those two things are foundational. So the stack, like they're bundled together so that you save a little money. The stack is called the Metabolism Essentials Stack. It's got a really nice name, right? I will put that name, that link down in the show notes. Obviously, if you're on subscription, you're going to save and it is an affiliate link. And I thank you in advance for using my affiliate link. And if you do order anything, you will get a text from me. At least if I'm staying on top of things, you'll get a text from me and it says, this is Esther. It actually is me. It's not a robot. I don't have like an automatic automatic texting thing. It's actually me texting you, asking how I can help and thanking you for purchasing something through my affiliate link. Overall, though, I would love to know your experience. I would love to know your experience with what you're doing to lose weight or to improve your health with Hashimoto's. Drop me a comment in Instagram. You can send me a message or you can comment on a post. I am at esthery.rn. And I want to share one thing that one of my personal friends said when I asked about these weight loss medications. She is taking them. And for one thing, she says that she's not embarrassed about it. Some people are embarrassed to admit that they're taking it and she's not. She says this, I've noticed increased energy and better sleep. I don't really feel like I've lost a lot of muscle, but maybe that's because I've lost weight slowly. The weight has not fallen off as I see advertised or posted on social media. I really have been trying to get more protein in, and that's also what my body craves. For me, it's been a great tool. And really, that's what I want to leave you with. 
You are an individual. What works for somebody else might not be right for you. And what works for you might not be what somebody else needs. We are each unique and we each get to look at the whole picture, body, mind, spirit, diet, environment. I hope that by listening to this podcast, the many different episodes, that I have been able to help you view your health and your journey forward in a different way. And if you have found it to be helpful, will you share this podcast with a friend or post it on your social media, on your stories or whatever? It would mean the world to me and it means so much to those who I hear from who have heard about this podcast, who have listened, and their life is impacted. You never know how that little ripple effect is going to impact others. So I thank you so much for the ratings and reviews and sharing this. You are helping me help others change their health. I'll see you next week on the Health with Hashimoto's podcast. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Please be sure to discuss any concerns and plans with your trusted healthcare professional. 